What's up? What's up? What's up? Yo, 12 Cal, how you doing, sir? Man, all is well. Can you hear me? Can you I, hear me fine? I, you, you were sounding clear, crisp. Okay, okay, there it is. What's happening? Uh, hey, look, I want to welcome you back to the gym, right? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It will always be a gym where we talk sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if I've ever told you this, and I probably have, but I'm a basketball player that loves football. Okay. <laughs> I honestly think that I would have been a way, by far, a way better football player than basketball player. Mm. The love that I have for both sports are extremely different. The love that I have for my Lakers is different from my Raiders. Mm-hmm. But I love football. From high school, I mean, Pop Warner High School, college, to the pros. Hell, mm. we can even go to the streets, throw up tackle, sideline mm. pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We used to play football games that didn't necessarily require an actual football. Right. You know, just give us an old expired uh, milk uh, container, smush it together, and that mm-hmm. was our football. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, you know, we was doing that bad, but we probably was. <laughs> Now, 12 Cal, uh, I wanted to create this episode with you because uh, why not, right? Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, you can't talk college football. You can't really talk about college football without actually talking to someone who has played college football, right. high school football, Pop Warner football, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make sense. You know what I mean? Because you can have an insight I I wouldn't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. You have your resume in football pretty much obliterates whatever I've done when it comes to pigskin, <laughs> right? I can always have my opinions, mm-hmm. but your facts will weigh heavier than any of my opinions. Mm. So I want to start with this. The topic of today is we're going to build our own college football roster. Okay. This is coming uh, after, I wouldn't say, the 1A week of college football. Because everybody know the real games kick off. <laughs> oh, no, no question. Next yeah, week. Yeah, right. next week. Next week. <laughs> but I appreciate the appetizers. I watched the, mm-hmm. I watched the Nebraska-Northwestern game, and I felt right at home. It was a battle, yes. of, it was a battle of the end. And, and I enjoyed, when I tell you, I enjoyed every bit of that game. You don't have to, um, it's okay with being biased. Mm-hmm. I think the word bias gets a bad rep because, I mean, for obvious reasons, for the whole, the definition in itself. It's okay to be biased, but, mm-hmm. it, but it's okay to be a fan in general. Facts. And when you can sit up there and watch a Connecticut, and we already know Connecticut is more of a basketball school than it is of a football program. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. I want to see Connecticut versus Utah State. Mm-hmm. And we know these two teams are nowhere near the college football playoffs. Right. <laughs> but I'm still going to watch. You know what I mean? Because the good thing is with college football, same thing with college basketball, same thing with college sports in general, you will find a gym. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me run that back. Gym as in G-E-M. Oh, no question. No question. You will find a player that doesn't play for these top programs. And you will, when it comes to draft time, you will say, yo, well, what about that kid that that 
that goes to uh you know Wichita State mm-hmm. or um you know Ole Miss well Ole Miss got a program I don't want to do them like that but you know one of those programs that, I know what you mean yeah. yes so now before we get this started speaking of the word bias I need to know going into this season which I've already I have an idea but for mm-hmm. the for the the new listeners that may not know what squad are you going with and I'm we're not just talking about college we're talking about pros as well okay I'm, I'm okay. a I'm a Raiders fan and I'm right. a UCLA Bruin fan there you go Bruin Bruin. <laughs> two totally di- look the colors the colors are so far apart from so each far other apart. <laughs> but they're so close they're, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're so close to my heart uh yeah. the Raiders I that was a team that I grew up watching um late late 80s early 90s you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Obviously, back then they were LA, and I've grown to be uh, comfortable with them being in the Bay Area. I have my thoughts about them being in Vegas, but you know, can't complain about everything. Uh, UCLA, that was the first school that I've ever uh, stepped foot on uh, mm-hmm. as a field trip. It could have been USC, or it could have been one of the Cal states. It could have been Cal if we would have went up north, but it just happened to be uh, Westwood. So that's mm-hmm. my history with my two football teams. Obviously, uh, there's is heavy on the bias because both of them were at one point both were in the same city. Yep. yep. Uh, but that is my history with those two sports. I was a Raiders fan before I even knew what football was. Wow. And when I, what I what I what I mean by that is I'm not saying that I was born a Raiders fan, mm-hmm. but I was born into it, not knowing the details of football. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, at that at that point at that age you know, two, three, four, five years old, I don't know what a 39 is. You know, I don't, mm. I don't know what a fourth and goal is. Mm. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't know what a safety was or anything. I just thought it was a gang of cats <laughs> with these uniforms on running into each other, and it was just always a right. pile. It was just a pile of <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. So that's my history with, uh, with football. Well, at least part of the history of my fan... Um, to football what's mm-hmm. yours man football man me and football I, I i tell people all the time man football is like it's literally my girlfriend like football was my first love I, long before i started liking girls i love football um so that's it started for me at an early age man because some of the same some of the same things you mentioned um you know playing outside with your friends and like you said sometimes if we didn't have a football or if little johnny from down the street if he was outside and he had to go in the house and he took his football in, you know, we 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 get a piece of paper. We ball up a piece of paper and that would be our football, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, much much like you said, man, growing up playing football, Pop Warner started playing Pop Warner, uh, to middle school, to high school, and all on, on even in the college. Um, my college teams that I follow, that I love, um, well, my number one team, <laughs> without saying it goes without saying, is the school that I played for, South Carolina State University. Uh, it's a historically black college Shout located out. in Orangeburg, South Carolina. That's where I played. Um, that's where I got my degree. That's where I met my wife. So everything that needed to happen to me at South Carolina State happened there. So that's my number one team. Um, major schools uh, is Florida State. Uh, I remember um, when I was a kid. Uh, I remember watching there this cornerback. Uh, he was real flashy. War number two, his name was Deion Sanders. Oh, dope. And listen, when I saw that dude play, I was like, yo, I'm a Florida State fan. And I grew up in the state of South Carolina. I never liked Clemson. I never liked the University of South Carolina, which, wow. by the way, both, 
both teams, honestly, Baylor, both teams were pretty mediocre most of my life. Um, up, until, you know, up, up until lately, yeah. though. Up until exactly. lately. Because yeah, Clemson blew years, up. Yes, the last 10 years, Clemson has really taken over. Uh, you know, it's one of the powers in college football. But you go back and look from like 1980 to yeah, like yeah, <laughs> through yeah, the 90s, yeah. you know, into the early 2000s. Clemson was, I mean, they had great players, but they, you know, they were mediocre at best. And, and plus, Florida State ran them anyway. So um, I'm one of the few people that you'll probably meet that grew up in the state of South Carolina that did ha- didn't like any teams in the state of South Carolina. Um, that's and that's that that is different. That's I am the total opposite, but mm-hmm. it's somewhat somewhat the same because where I'm from, you know, you don't have mm-hmm. to be from you don't have to be from LA to that, that know that this is a Dodger city. This is a Lakers right. city, and right. at that point, it was a it was it was it was a Raiders. It would always be a Raiders city, but it was mm-hmm. all, and the most important thing it was a USC USC. City. Yes. Yes. So I was a total yes. opposite when it came to, to USC. And I mean, and they had the tradition, you know, obviously the UCLA had the tradition with basketball. USC has right. it. And, we, and I'm sure we, we're going to get into that. With USC has such a rich tradition in football. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you flip over to the pros, I grew, grew up a New York Giants fan. The reason why I grew up a New York Giants fan is because my uncle played for the New York Giants. He played for 13 years. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Shout out. His, his name is Harry Carson. Uh, he is also an alum of South Carolina State University. Um, and, you know, a little known fact, he was the what we call the godfather of the Gatorade dunk. Um, he started off <laughs> dunking Gatorade on Bill Parcells uh, back in 1985. And it just kind of took off from there. Um, and that's, he, a, that's a famous that's a famous clip, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And, um, you know, my first trip to L.A., man, was Super Bowl 21. Uh January of 1987, we came out. The game was in the Rose Bowl. I had never been to California before in my life. Well, in fact, we I was a- five years old at that time. <laughs> <laughs> so I, pro- I probably was watching that game thinking they're running into each other again. <laughs> right, right, right. So, and, you know, being out there, Pasadena, the Rose Bowl, everything, it was nice. And I was like, man, I got to go. I got to come back out here to L.A. And uh, who knew that many years later, it'd be like my second favorite city to visit. Um and then, so Giants fan. And then when I moved to Atlanta uh, in 1997, I started supporting the home team, the Falcons. Um, my, Dirty birds. <laughs> my, 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 my allegiances with the Falcons is, is shaky at this point. Uh, one of my best friends is a coach on the Falcons squad. And I told him, I said, Bill, I told him, Trevor, I said, you know what? I said, as soon if I said, should you leave this job for another NFL job? I was like, my allegiances to the Falcons are only through you right now at this point because they frustrated. So, the there, so there's there's no there's out. no there's no emotional connection with the no, Falcons. No, no, and, and 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 when the Giants and the Falcons do play, I root for the Giants. There's no way I root against the Giants. Right. So those are the two teams because most people don't have two pro teams. But I wanted to kind of give that preface. But I, I'm a ride for the I'm checking for the Giants and the Falcons each week and watching them each week. But um. No, there's the emotional ties are really to the Giants, you know, because of, you know, my emotional ties and growing up and and be honest, Baylor, growing up in South Carolina, you didn't really run into a lot of Giants fans. And if you see a lot of Giants fans, you go to my hometown, a lot of them are Giants fans because of my uncle. Right, um, right. Because that's right. where he's from. That but, makes sense. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, now, um, I, I would have questioned you. I would have mm-hmm. questioned you if you said, yeah, you know, I, I've been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. <laughs> like, come on now. Come on. And right. you got to keep in mind. So, like, when I grew up, 
I, you know, I'm 10 years older than Bella, right? So it, when I grew up, there was no Carolina. It wasn't until I got to, I think I was in late high school when there was, when you know, when the Carolina Panthers were developed. So there yeah, was no- the Panthers um, and, the, uh, and the Jaguars, the two ex- right. uh, so expansion you, teams. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, you know, coming up in the South, like particularly in that pocket of the United States, you'll run into a lot of people who are Cowboys fans. Uh, Steelers, Steelers fans, Niners, Niners, Reds. Raiders, yeah, and Redskins, and that's yeah. it. Well, Washington now, but uh, back then, Redskins. That was it because one, those were the better teams, and those are the teams that honestly that got a lot of uh, play on TV down there because they got, you didn't a, li- have- they got a lot of rich history, a lot of mm-hmm. rich history, exactly. Because down, because exactly. down here, uh, down here, this state is split between the Niners, the Raiders, Pittsburgh, Dallas. Like those those teams are heavy down here. Mm-hmm. You would think uh with 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 the Chargers being uh naturally from, from here, they <laughs> are feel for they, the Chargers, man. They are the lowest. I'm t- I'm talking about their under college team. They might mm-hmm. be under a few uh high school teams. They might be under Probably. modern day. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I would I mean think about it. Like that first year before SoFi Stadium opened, I can't remember where the Chargers were playing, the LA Chargers were playing. It was like a thirty seat stadium or something, thirty thousand seat stadium. Oh, they and were like, they were playing at uh the Home Depot Center. Okay, and like their games were sold out, but it was like <laughs> from the opposing team's fans. Like, yeah, yeah, and know. and and to say that was sold out, mm. that's not saying much because it's not right. <laughs> that, 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 that that was 30, like yeah, that was like a soccer stadium, a tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so you know, and so you kind of got a feel for the and and Chargers fans were kind of I think in the influx because the team was moving to L.A. They didn't really have a home, and you know because their home was their home. Now, I, as much as I make fun of them, their core base will always be San Diego. They were like yeah, it it, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like it was a it was a cult, and but mm-hmm. it only stayed in that area <laughs> in that area. It was only yep. in San Diego. Or the coastline, you should say. You know what I mean. They did. Mm-hmm. They had. A, they they did. They have them sprinkled throughout L.A. and and things like that. But the core fan base uh, was San Diego, just like with the Raiders. The core fan base will always be L.A. But mm-hmm. Oakland adopted the Raiders uh, in a heavy way, mm-hmm. and now and now it's Vegas. So yeah, we're, the Raiders is like a disease. To tell oh yeah. The truth. You know, yeah, you you can you can go anywhere in the world and find Raiders. Yeah, I, I would say the Raiders are a disease. I would say the Cowboys. That's more of a brainwash. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a brainwash. Man, listen, Cowboys fans, but I, I and Bill, I give them hell every year. I give hey, them hell because because there's mentally something wrong with them goddamn fans, man. man. They talk it, they talk about the Raiders how we and it is true because we'll have some of the most prestige. Uh, workers in the world, doctors, mm-hmm. lawyers, or whatever. But when they go to that Raiders game, it's, it's <laughs> Halloween. It's, it's Halloween every Sunday. Yeah, man. I mean, the the black hole earned its name for a reason. Like yeah. those people that are in, those that are you know Monday through Sunday, Monday through Saturday are probably the most nicest people that you have want to meet and you know professional in the whole nine. And it comes Sunday, they just go in there and just act a damn fool. And uh, it, 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 it is a sight to see. That, that, that silver and black brings uh, a whole totally different personality out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Once they once they clog in, just if you ever bump into a Raiders fan that has a Raider tattoo, I advise you to either be <laughs> friends with them or get as far away as possible. And see, that's the thing, man. Think about what you just said. Like, 
I don't know anybody that as many Cowboys fans as I know, and I, in fact, I'm married to one. But as many Cowboys fans as I know, I don't know nobody has a Cowboy tattoo. But the Raiders fans will tattoo that. I mean, but for one, it's an iconic logo, right? Yeah. So it's a pirate. That, you know what I mean? And it, and, exactly. it, and it has this. I, I I guess it gave a lot of people confidence. It just it just brought out our, our alter ego. Well, you know what it is from from Al Davis on down it, historically, that franchise from their days in the AFL they were outlaws. And like even the teams that they had in the seventies and maybe early eighties, they had players who really sometimes you know were outcasted. Or maybe they were other teams, and then they came that, to that's the our, Raiders, that's and our they history. felt accepted. Yeah, that's our mm-hmm. history because they always say, "Yeah, eventually he gonna end up on the Raiders," or "That's a good, or that's a good look," <laughs> or, or, or when when our kicker Janikowski gets into a bar fight, is like, "Oh my, oh gosh. yeah, that's 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 pretty, you know, that's yep. a brand right there." Yep. You know what I yep. mean? So exactly, yeah. And then in the in the stadiums, I remember going to the last year, uh, the, uh, the Chargers. Um, I forgot the name of it. Was it Qualcomm or something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Qualcomm Stadium. Yeah, we went there, and sure enough, uh, my my homeboy is a, is a Giants fan, mm-hmm. and he wanted to wear his Giants jersey. I said, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't got no beef with the Giants, but mm-hmm. like, let's just not let's not this <laughs> let's not add yeah. on to it because I have to help you, and it's gonna look kind of awkward of me. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Because I'm going, I got my Raiders shirt and stuff like that. Sure enough, there was three fights in the stadium. Um, again, but it's on brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I told my wife a long time ago, uh, she was going to give me some tickets. This was when the Raiders was back in the Bay, and she was like, um, you want to go to the Raiders and the Niners game? I said, if I go, y'all can't go. Right. I have to go by myself. Yeah. This is because it, it could get nasty. Yeah, this is like worse than going to a, a nightclub. You know what I mean? Like, nah, this is not a family event. You want to go to a mm-hmm. Dodger game? We're not going when we play the Giants. You know? No, what I'm no, no. That's bad blood. Yeah, bad blood. yeah. When it comes to certain sports like that, you know, with the with the Lakers, it's all cool. You know what I'm saying? We end up mm-hmm. we, we end up playing Boston. You know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't take my family to a Laker Boston game in Boston. No, no, no. You know I, I wouldn't even suggest that as an athlete. If you, even if you were a Lakers player, like if I'm LeBron, I'm not taking my wife and kids to you right. know, Boston Garden. Right. I'm not doing it. It could be, it could get, it could get nasty verbally, and it can end up being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. more fights take place in those open, <laughs> those open stadiums. Oh, of course, of you course. Know what I mean, uh, but um, I've I've had some episodes that's touched on. Uh, sports as a whole, and I've said this countless times that when it comes to college football and March Madness, mm-hmm. I think those are the two sports events that's unmatched. And oh, I'm, yeah. now March Madness is its own event in itself. College it football is. is different. You got college football opening weekend, which is that's that feeling is different because it's just. And again, I'm not a football player, mm-hmm. but to know that. Yo, I it's so many schools, mm-hmm. and I just love the I love the I love everything about college football. I love the way the stadiums are different. Yep. I love the color scheme. I love to see the cities that's like behind it or that's a part of it. It doesn't matter what it from North Carolina to New Mexico State. I don't care. Like I love everything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just different. You seeing all these kids run out onto the field. 
opening weekend. They have these expectations of I think I think the expectations of going to a bowl game is on a back burner versus just let me just get to the first game. Yes, yes, because it, it's so. Let me tell you something, man. It as a former player, man, it is so long between, uh, you know, when you get out of school for the for the fall for the spring semester, and then you come back in the summertime, and you you know you going through camp and stuff like that, and you the rigors of your body, and you know, you playing you know, going up against your teammates and everything like that. And that game, that first game is so far away, but it's so close. And like, you could smell it. And then like, it's always interesting for, you know, incoming freshmen who have seen it, but not really, you know, it's one thing to see it on TV, but it's one thing to actually be out there and run on that field. I mentioned Clemson a little earlier, and I'll just use them as an example. Like Clemson, the city, Clemson, Clemson, South Carolina, the city, Baylor's probably about as big as your neighborhood, honestly. It, it probably your neighborhood may have more people in it than the city of because the, the the school is really the city. You step if you go maybe a block off of the campus, you're no longer in the city of Clemson. Mm. But every single Saturday in the fall, eighty four thousand people, and there's not eighty four thousand people in that area. You know, so so it's not like a heavily populated. You know, if you said okay, well, hey, we got eighty four thousand at SoFi Stadium. You know, that's L.A. L.A. second, you know, second biggest city in, in in the United States. But to put that many people, or you go to uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and it's another eighty thousand there. Uh, LSU, um, or then you go to the Midwest, where you're talking like Big Ten. You're talking uh, yeah. Penn State, I mean, Michigan. Not Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. You talk yeah. hundred thousand people. A hundred is more people, you know, in in that stadium, in those stadiums, in any particular day than there are in, you know, population in a major city in the South. You know, so it's uh, it, that experience, that game, I would for any college football fan, I would implore anybody who's never been to a college game. Go see a college game on a campus. It, and, it and, is the, and a recruit and a recruiting is different because yes. you know, kids get recruited and they get hooked. And I'm I'm using that word loosely. They get hooked mm-hmm. on coming to certain programs for many different reasons. Mm-hmm. And one way you're going to recruit Baylor is and myself, not Baylor University, but <laughs> Baylor <laughs> is is history. Like mm-hmm. I remember watching the movie Rudy, you know what I mean? And and he just when he walked through that locker room. And he's seen those players in that locker room getting dressed for practice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He named all the players, and these are college players. Mm-hmm. And that just showed the the rich history of uh, of Notre Dame. You know what I mean? Stepping stepping foot on that field or going in that locker room, hitting that uh, that Irish sign on on, yes. on, on your way yes. out and stuff like that. that, that <laughs> Play that, like champions. Yeah, that that mean that means a lot. That means a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Nowadays is is different, you know what I'm saying. And nowadays is you know which endorsement can I sign? Right, right, you know right. I mean? But back in the day, um, it went from if you were real good, if you were an elite player, oh that mm-hmm. head that head coach is in your living room. Oh, you best believe. You know what I mean. And then if you were somewhat good, then we'll send the assistant or we'll send a recruiter or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you if you got Bear Bryant in your living room, oh you somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and and some of them didn't even see that. Some of them just got the bag man. The bag man came and just oh up yeah, the bag yeah. yo moving. yo yo yo. If the head coach didn't show up or the bag show, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> you something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's man. that's 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 OJ status right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, okay. so college football is something different. Yeah, it's different. So that's why we got to pick our squads. We got to mm-hmm. pick our squads. Now, we don't have to go in debt, but we can give our we can give our reason why. So we're going to go through uh, through position on both sides of the field and just okay. say where we would recruit a certain position. And then mm-hmm. from there, you can elaborate on certain ones. You can even, at first, I was going to just limit it to one state. Mm-hmm. Or you are, are just one city per position, but that's unfair because Barry Sanders is from Wichita, Kansas. Right. And he is probably the best running back out of that whole <laughs> out of that whole little area. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody else better than, than Barry there, coming out of Wichita, yeah, Kansas. There's no one coming close. But when you go to other uh cities and states, kind of like a Texas, a Louisiana, and a Florida, mm-hmm. well, that's a lot of history. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's a hot, lot of history and, and damn near all the positions. You know what I mean? And then there's other certain, um, you know, uh, elite players who have retired that come from – one of my favorite receivers of all time is Ed McCaffrey. Okay, and okay. He, and he's, from, okay. He's, he's back from the East Coast over there. I think he's from, like, Philadelphia or something like that, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I but, can't remember McCaffrey, but I know he's from the East. Yeah, he's from the East. And you don't have too many – you don't have too many uh, uh, football players, well-known football players, compared to the South and the mm-hmm. West. You know what I mean? When you when normally when you think of the East Coast, you think of basketball. Yes. You think of point guards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But football, and 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 I and I got a lot of football friends, and I tell them mm-hmm. this: when it comes to football, the reason why I like football because it's equal opportunity. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is. They don't discriminate when it comes to height. Mm-mm. No, if you got talent, we need you. They have to That's figure it. out how to use you. Shout out to Darren Sproles. They got to shit <laughs> how to use Shout you. Shout out to Sproles. You know what I mean? So when it comes to basketball, that's a different story. My father, Ronald Taylor Sr., mm-hmm. uh, was a Los Angeles basketball legend. Mm. But at the time where the NBA was at, when it came mm-hmm. to height, my dad was like 5'10", 5, 5'11". 5, that okay. wasn't it. Then what, what they said, well, what about Spud Webb? What about Muggsy Bowes? Yo, those cats were just different. Are they, they Are they just, they They was at the right spot at the right time. Mm-hmm. My dad at the time used to chew those NBA players up when they came to the Drew League. Mm. They used to chew their ass up when they came to the tournaments when they had to come to L.A. But, mm. you know, and we already know, grades... Is a, is a major thing too. Shout out to mm-hmm. Derrick Rose because we still don't know who took that test for you. But, <laughs> but, but that's just how it was. When it comes to football, mm-hmm. uh, it, I mean, it does matter how big you are, but then it doesn't. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we had, you got the Deshaun Jacksons of the world. You know what I'm saying? You had the Black Mamas of the world who, when my son met the Black Mamba, and I'm, for those out there, I'm not talking about Kobe. Yeah, I'm not talking about Kobe. <laughs> yeah, you need to explain. Because <laughs> people are like, oh, you met Kobe? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. When my son met the black mama at his camp, um, I was like, yo, my, in about a couple more years, my son is my son is probably bigger than the black mama right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. But because of his speed, where he showed at Crenshaw in Oregon was like crazy. And you just had to, you just had to, Use him the correct way. Was he a number one receiver in the league? Mm-hmm. No. When neither was Dante Hall. But Dante, you put Dante Hall on that kickoff return. Oh Come my on. God! 
Come on, man. <laughs> it's over. Yo, you know what I'm saying? But let's get to it. Let's let, let's let's go through these positions. So obviously on mm-hmm. offense, we're gonna do quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight end, offensive line. Okay. Uh, so the so I'll I'll start it off just for an example. Okay. We're going to start with the quarterback position, which I believe is the hardest position in sports overall. Is the quarterback mm-hmm. position. Mm, it I'm, is. I gotta come. I gotta be biased on this. I gotta come back home. I gotta get my quarter. Okay. I gotta get my quarterback from California. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and here's my three reasons why: Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, mm. John Elway. I gotta mm. get my quarterbacks from California. I have to. Mm, I think. Wait a minute. Ain't, ain't uh, is Joe Montana from California too? That's subjective. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's 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 you know how they do it. I mean, some cats be born in, okay, in different you know, places. He might have been, yeah, he might raised been in, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But either, I mean, you can't. That's that's not a bad call. I mean, that's California. You can't you can't lose. Yeah, yeah, you can't lose. Um, man. Oh, before I even before we can get started, man. Shout out to your. You mentioned your son. Shout out to your son for making varsity. I heard yeah. you mention it on the podcast. He made varsity. Man. Yeah. Congrats varsity. to him, man. What, what grade is he in? He's a junior. Yeah, he's a junior. Congrats, he's man. junior. Congrats. So now I told now I told him that you really he was he was a little discouraged early on, mm-hmm. but I said you just got to work hard, and sometimes it's the right opportunity. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not even just based off of your talent. Sometimes it's based off of what they already have. Yeah, exactly. So. You got the opportunity. You still need to work on your skills and your talent, and then boom. And what position does he play? Right now, I mean, height-wise mm-hmm. and, and skill-wise, he's a guard. He's a guard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we, we, Man, listen. We, 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 trying to, we, trying to get him, we trying to get him there. Hey, just tell him just to stay focused and work at getting better every day. That's all. That's it. Everything else after that will take care of itself. The season will take care of itself. Where he is and his progression will get better and and take care of itself, but just work on getting better every single day. That's it. The wins and losses will come. And I definitely let him know. I would definitely. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Okay, so when when we broached the subject, I started thinking. Um, I was thinking about, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this. I was thinking about doing states, but then I was like, well. Naturally biased, it, everything is probably gonna be you know from the south because not just because I'm from the south, but because it's so much talent and everything. And then most of the well, I'm not gonna say all, most of the majority of football I watch is, is you know football in the south. But mm-hmm. what I did was I was picking more for the positions, I was picking like schools based on what I've seen over a period of time. Is that okay? That's look, look. That is that is okay. Cause I all that is is just being more detailed. Cause it. Okay. Cause I can okay. I can come back and say, yeah, I want my quarterbacks to come from modern day. You know what I mean? But then, okay. cause what that'll do is now you teaching me some history now. Now mm-hmm. we're going we're going in depth. Me, I just mine is just on on the surface. Like I just I just want my quarterbacks gotcha. to come from the state of California. Because Tom Flores is from California, but he's from mm. a city that I ain't never heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, okay. So for so for quarterback, I, I'm thinking, and and what I want everybody to realize is that as I'm picking my per, for these positions, 
I'm doing it based on college. I'm not doing it based on what they did in the pros, right? Because some of these guys were dope in college. And then, I mean, I'll use Tim Tebow for an example. One of the greatest college football players ever. But, you know, him in the pros was yeah. nothing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. He was so, just, so you got to you know, really break that down to him. To let y'all know, uh, Tim Tebow in college is a god. Yes. Okay? In the pros, mediocre or less. Yes. Boo-boo. <laughs> like Kendrick said, boo-boo. <laughs> so, uh, quarterback, I'm gonna, I'm a, much like you, Bale, I'm going to be a little biased. I'm going to say Florida State. Uh, there was a time in the 90s, most of the 90s and the early 2000s, uh, Florida State ran what they call the, the fast break offense. Um, and it was basically shotgun offense. And to, it's shot, running from the shotgun now is, you know, spread offense is what, what just about everybody runs now. But yeah. Back then, that was a, a ahead of its time, and um, I mean, they had quarterbacks like Charlie Ward. Who shout out? That's probably he's top three next to Dion and Bo Jackson, most athletic player, most athletic yes. human of all time. This man won the Heisman. Come on, and never played in the NFL. Mm, he and, went and played and, pro basketball. For went the to go Knicks. play pro basketball, and I think he got drafted in the MLB. Right? Yeah, yeah, got that, drafted in MLB. Come on, dog. Yeah. He played baseball. He played he played baseball, but he played basketball and football at Florida State. He was all-American quarterback, won the Heisman, and didn't get drafted because NFL teams thought that they were weren't sure if he was gonna play basketball. They didn't want to waste the draft pick on him. That's what this they said, but I think some of it was racial. They didn't want to draft a black quarterback. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's, ba- that's, ba- that's basically what it was because because back then you were a black quarterback. They they referred to you as a black quarterback. As a black quarterback, and 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 his talents was wasn't mm-hmm. used properly with them bum ass necks. No, so know. so quarterback. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm gonna say Florida State. Okay, all right, all right. Now running back the skill. Now we get into the skill position. <laughs> I, I, I'm interested to see how you go because I know who you like and I know who you probably don't like. <laughs> now, now, here, now here we is now. Just because I'm just because I'm from Cali and just because I'm biased, mm-hmm. don't mean that I'm stupid. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I'm definitely getting my running backs from Florida. Okay. Not, not only that, not only that, <laughs> you gotta have a stable of running backs and or yes. fullback. I didn't put fullback, and mm-hmm. I do, and and trust me, being a Raiders fan, I cannot disrespect the fullback position. Mm-hmm. And Dallas fans know how important that fullback position is too. Very much so. Very much uh, so. But I wanted to lump in everything. Um, even though the, the the fullback position has been a dying art for the past couple of years, especially with the change of the offense or the change mm-hmm. of the way they play, and because the football position is the most, I mean, the fullback position is the most brutal position that you could play because these are cast as hitting defensive linemen and linebackers every goddamn play, mm-hmm. every play. They Banging are heads. they are the safe haven for the running back for the quarterback. And and in mm-hmm. most running plays, you know what I mean. Even in the passing plays, they take the most, they take the most punishment. You know what I'm saying. I I say one of the most dangerous positions of all time is the offensive and defensive lineman because it's just a a, a, a entanglement every every play. You know what I mean. You yeah, never yeah. Know I mean somebody, you bang it. Mm-hmm. You never know you because it's behind you. You never yes. know. Who's going to roll up on the back of your legs? Ooh, you know what I mean? Yes. And then don't let it be a fumble. I've never been at the bottom of a fumble pile, but I'll just say mm-hmm. this. The way they describe it, mm-hmm. 
I don't want to be a part of that. Okay, Mm-mm. it's a lot no. of ungodly things that happen in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I got to get my running back from Florida, Louisiana, Arkansas, and California. Ooh, yes, yes. You, you can't go wrong in none of those states <laughs> yeah. at all because because ain't nothing but speed there. Ain't yeah, nothing cause, but because in there. Florida they have this type of speed that's not in any other state. Okay, mm-hmm. and mainly because they probably run away from the alligators. Okay, <laughs> and chase now, rabbits. <laughs> Arkansas, I've heard they chase. Literally, they chase rabbits in Arkansas. Okay, that's that's different. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Louisiana is something in that water. That it is. It's something in that water, and those are some big boys over there. Big boys. And then in Cali, uh. We run from the police. So we got that type of speed. <laughs> you know, just facts. You know, all the speeds are different. I'm not gonna say which speed is better. I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. with those four states right there, that's speed right there. Hell, we got mm-hmm. I think we got the highest um uh speed uh, the highest speed on the freeway. I think you know, we go up to like 70, 75, and that's meant that's mandatory. That's in that's in the books. Mm-hmm. So that 70 is really 90. Pause. Yes. So that's why yes. that, that's that Cali speed. But let me tell you something about that Florida speed, okay? Because <laughs> that Florida speed don't just stop. That's the thing. The reason why I pick running backs from Florida, because that speed doesn't stop at the running back position. Mm-mm. Oh, no, that transfer over to the defense. So mm-hmm. they have to be faster than the defense. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm Indeed. Getting, yeah, that's where I'm getting the bulk of my running backs from. Indeed, indeed. I, I I'm with you. I'm with you. And I like the way this is shaping up because you're giving the states and I'm I'm giving the schools. So that and because honestly, this is where these schools are picking these players from. Yes. You know, they're 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 not every place that you named and that probably subsequently the schools that I'm gonna name, they they're gonna be picked from those places. Yeah. Um go look up IMG Academy, people. That's a factory. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think there's I don't think the, the parents are actually birthing these players. I think mm. they are coming from the academy. <laughs> there's going to be a, there's going to be there's going like to be there's a, an assembly line. Yeah, there's going to be a thirty for 30, 30 years from now, saying they was pumping babies out of that academy. <laughs> but shout out to uh, Modern Day, they did beat IMG Academy the last time they played. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's when that's when Nigel Harris was playing. I remember. I remember that. I remember that. That was big too. That was huge. Um, Running backs. I've got three schools, and they are all rich in tradition and history of running backs. Um, Ohio State, mm. uh, Oklahoma, Ooh. University of Oklahoma. Uh, shout out to Adrian Peterson. Shout out to Billy Sims too. Um, and of course, I could not pick running back you and not talk about oh them God. Trojans from Southern California. Hey, man, when the, when the president came into town, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. it's showtime, baby. And, man, and, and, and Lindell White don't get enough love, but that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He Lindell White was a beast, man. And he, you know, he paved the way. And it, it was amazing how, you know, they were able to run that offense with Reggie Bush and uh, Lindell White. Lindell White was like, Besides Tyrone Wheatley, come on now. Don't tell mm-hmm. me I don't know my sports. Uh, come on, man. 12 Cal. Besides Tyrone Wheatley and maybe what was big boy name uh, uh, up in Wisconsin? Uh, Ron Dane. Ron Dane. Those, yeah. those right there, that was like the, to me. Now, again, 
You ten mm-hmm. years older than me, so mm-hmm. those were my hybrid running back slash fullbacks. Okay, you know what I mean. And Lindell White, dog, every time if he got tackled for a loss, he gained three yards. Oh, no question. Every time he ran forward, dog, he just they just couldn't they just couldn't bring him down. I just didn't understand it. Big that was a that was a big dude. So yeah, I, I, I'm definitely. Uh, I can't leave, like I said, USC from, I mean, we can even go further back to say what you want. OJ Simpson, oh, yeah. um, Charles White. Uh, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Um, Marcus Allen. Oh, Marcus shit. Allen. Oh, Marcus Allen. Marcus Come on, Allen. Man. Yeah. Um, a, a Raider great. Uh, you know, so a rich, rich tradition uh, along with, like I said, Ohio State. Hey, we, we got this joke between me and my homeboys. <laughs> uh, Herschel Dennis. They used to play for USC. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was always there. Like, I don't know how many, because he kept getting injured. He was a solid mm-hmm. running back, but he kept getting injured. And it's like, I didn't realize how many years you could play college football. <laughs> Until I watched Herschel Dennis, he was like on every roster. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Nah, yeah. shout out to SC and the running backs, man. Yeah, man. SC, SC, boatload of running backs. Like I said, Ohio State, Eddie George. Um, of course, Archie Griffin, the one, two Heisman's there. Uh, Eddie George, Eddie Zeke George, Elliott. Eddie George, I liked, but not when he played against Ray Lewis. <laughs> hey, that was grown man on grown man. That right was there. grown man versus grown man. And I remember my Raiders beating uh, Tennessee that year in the playoffs. We beat them like 52 to 25 or something like mm-hmm. that. That's back when we had that mm-hmm. offense with Rich Gannon. Ooh. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was that was that was that was some good times right there for the Raiders. That was, that was football. That was football. Yeah, that was football right there. We went off and lost in the Super Bowl, so you know who. That's all right. But yeah, that's 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 what I got for running backs: Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Southern Cal. Okay, all right, all right, all right. You're shaving up. We're gonna stay with the skill uh, positions. I want to lump these two together. No, I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't lump the receivers and the tight ends because that's different for me. Uh, but uh, next up is the receivers. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my receivers. I'm getting my receivers from Louisiana, Cali, mm. and Alabama. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. You you can win right there. <laughs> yeah, I got I got it. I got yo, it's something in the water with them Bama boys too, man. Man, listen. It's definitely in the water. There's no question about that. You said Louisiana. I mean, I immediately thought like Odell Beckham. Yes. Yeah. Alabama, Julio Jones. I mean, those are the first yes. people that came to mind. Yes. And I'm not even looking at like, I'm not even looking at my computer or my phone. That's just first and, off the top and, of my and head. A re- and a reason why I went that way is because I want speed. I want mm-hmm. a certain body type. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to get that big body frame from Bama. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get crazy skill set from Louisiana, and I'll still I'm I still got to go with the hometown speed, mm. but all three of those got speed. All Facts. three of those got speed, but you can get some you can get some crazy built type receivers from Bama. Okay, you okay, I mean? okay. And then Louisiana, like I said, they just have this. Yo, they was playing you know throw up tackle in the street with no shirt on. Uh, no shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got to get a receiver from there. I got to. No, no doubt, no doubt. I, I I think for me when I when I think about receivers and I'm thinking about schools, I actually lump my receivers and tight ends together because I think I can pull receivers and tight ends from each of these schools. Okay. 
And I'm going to keep it simple. Okay. Florida, Ooh, okay. Florida State, and Miami. And Miami. I knew you was I mean, going to Miami. I knew you And, was and you know, as a Florida State fan, I hate Miami. Right. But I can't front on them, Baylor. I mean, like, Miami in the, what, late 90s, early 2000, not even, well, even before then. 2001, maybe, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that yeah. Team, that's a dangerous. That, <laughs> that, that team, yo, that team had every... NF, they had an NFL pro roster, and I think they had a couple of movie stars on there, if I'm not mistaken. That that team prop that team was the Golden State Warriors on steroids. Yes. Like it was it was unreal. And I mean, like they said, kind of like how it is at Alabama now. They said, like, literally, practice was the game day. Like, because you 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 weren't gonna get any more talent on Saturdays. You know, the guys that you played against on a week on a day-to-day basis in practice was you know, better than the guys that you're gonna play against on Saturday. So just, just to let just to let the listeners know, mm-hmm. if you're the opposing team, you don't have to worry about anybody on your bench crying for playing time <laughs> because their fourth and fifth and sixth yes. receiver yes. was going to the goddamn league. <laughs> yes. Their Back. number two and number one receiver will probably be decoys mm-hmm. because that third, that slot receiver, chalk it up. Yep, it's over. And it's then you think day. about it, even like you said, even like the fourth and fifth fifth uh, string guys, those guys got playing time because they most of the times their teams were blowing people out. So the so the you know the third and fourth unit was in the game. And it's the, hard to see how quarter. they would get any type of um, Heisman recognition. When some of these cats are only going to play the first half of the game. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I I, I got to go for tight for tight ends and receivers. I got to go Florida, Florida State, and Miami. I okay. mean, it, it's I, I it again picking from the state of Florida, like you said. Yeah, talent rich. Yeah, yeah. It all it always makes sense to catch. Mm-hmm. So to catch up with you, my tight ends. I'm getting my tight ends somewhere from the Midwest. Yeah. I'm oh get, yeah. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting my gotcha. tight end. I'm getting a tight end, or or I can come back west. Like I can get a tight end from like Colorado, or I need someone like from like Penn State. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, because my tight end, I want my tight end to be just twenty pounds lighter than an mm-hmm. offensive lineman, <laughs> but can catch the ball. And he yes. looks. This is the thing about it. Nowadays, it's different. Cause you got you got hybrid tight ends now, mm-hmm. and and those, they're cool. They sexually. It's like a it's like a car that 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 you could charge up and get gas at the same time. I'm not mad at it, but I right. want me an old school tight end uh, that it'd take two or three, maybe two linebackers and a safety to take down. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I need and and so for some reason. I want his name, his first name to be Cal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I want, I want, just want to, I want a big corn fed, corn fed tight end. Yes. You know what I mean? Because oh, on the 39, I'm going to need you on that line. Yep. And he's going to get it for you too. Yeah, yeah. And then I want you to release. And that, and that, and that five yard pass turn into 17 yards. Facts. Easily. Yeah, Easily. So it's got to come from the Midwest. He can be from he can be from Ohio. You know, it's it's it's, it's just one of those. No, you. I want my I want my tight end to come from like Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, that's how they breed them too. Yeah, yeah. No, I want him to be raised on the farm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want. I don't. Uh, let's put it like this. I don't want my tight end coming from the city. No, no, no. You no. you want them corn, cornbread and fed. Yes, I want a. I want a. I want a country. Uh, and I and I want and I want to say this because I want my tight end to be white too. <laughs> yeah, they they built different. Yeah. Yo, I know the mixed breeds is out there. I get it. I know hey, the Sh- I know the Shannon Sharps is out there. Mm-hmm. But boy, like, give me about a six six. 270 tight end. Yeah, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm rolling. From Nebraska. There we go. There you go. All right. I'm so, rolling with so you. So the next one, now this is important. It may not be the flashiest, but it's the most important because the skill set and a quarterback would not be able to do what they do without mm-hmm. that offensive line. 1,000%. And I don't have to – I'm not going to spend much time because what I just said is I want my offensive line – that come from Nebraska. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or Alabama. I want them to come from, all right, I'm going to say this because this is my gym. I want Mm -hmm. my offensive line to come from the raciest city there is. Okay. It's the truth, though. I want, now, I got to go south. I gotta go to Louisiana or Bama, mm-hmm. uh, but again, I gotta throw in Nebraska. I gotta go to Nebraska in there because um, one of my favorite quarterbacks from all time is, is from Nebraska. But you know, I, I was watching a lot of college football in the nineties, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 uh, obviously in the uh, in the early two early two thousand. So um, yeah, that's where I gotta get my. Um, that's where I got to get my guys from. Okay, okay. They got they got, they got to be corn fed too. Yes, sir. Yes, without a doubt. You you hit the nail right on the head. I feel the same way about my offensive linemen. They got to come from Nebraska. They got to come from Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Florida, and LSU and Alabama. Yeah, all, all of those schools. See LSU. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the dudes from. The dudes from Nebraska got to be from these one-stop light towns. <laughs> Yo, because look, you, you don't get an Eric Crouch without that mm-hmm. offensive line. You know what no, I mean? no, no, no. Never. I mean, think about it. Like, I grew up, like you mentioned, uh, Nebraska quarterbacks watching. I remember uh, Tommy Frazier. Tommy you Frazier. Know, Nebraska ran the option. And, I mean, like, they had these huge offensive linemen. And what they did was they went to Florida and got Tommy Frazier, but they had these huge cornbread-fed offensive linemen, and them dudes would just lean on you, man. <laughs> they would just lean on your D-line, and by the time, you know, the third quarter, you look up, your quarterback has got 200 yards rushing, running that option. Yes. So, yeah. I, I, I want to do a research, and I want to I uh, check in with all those defensive linemen and linebackers of the opposing team, and I want to know mm-hmm. if they have any back problems today. <laughs> Probably <laughs> because four quarters straight, uh, those offensive and the and the thing is, we can even go to the hybrid offensive linemen like the Oregon's. These mm-hmm. are and Oregon, Hawaii. These are these are offensive linemen that got to run. Mm-hmm. You know they they got to run, which so they got to be in shape. But mm-hmm. on but on third and goal, I, give me that. Give me that Nebraska. Give me that Bama. Yeah, I need that. I need that. Because we just—they all they're gonna do is just lean forward. That's it. 
That's it. When and and when it's third and four and you need those four yards, hey, they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna open it up for you for real. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm rolling. Now, uh, we gotta go to what wins championships. For mm-hmm. Now, on the offensive side, you're gonna put up some points. Mm-hmm. That's the ladies is gonna come to the game because that's where you're gonna get majority of the dances from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying the running backs and the receivers. They 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 there to look at the quarterback. They there to look yep. at Jimmy Garoppolo. We already know. Okay? <laughs> but on the dirty side, yeah, man, of the ball. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> Defense wins On the dangerous side of the wall, this is where you put your quarterback and your offense in the best position to score. You cannot do that without playing defense. Mm-hmm. You win championships. We're starting with the DBs. Okay. And when I say DBs, we're talking about both corners and safeties. Okay. I'm getting my DBs from Florida. I'm getting my safeties from Texas. That's off top, brother. You can't lose, man. That's off top. <laughs> you give me my DBs from Florida, and I'm taking my safeties from the state of Texas. You cannot lose like that. That That is what you call winning football. <laughs> and, and look, there's other places I can go to. I can go. To, I can go to Louisiana. Hell, I can even go to Ohio. But hey, I, hey, you can go. You can go to Cali. You can you, stay in Cali. If you, you need to. You can go to Cali. USC has never put out a DB that I was like. Mm. Mm. You know, they don't have that. They don't have a rich history when it comes to that. You know, mm-hmm. when we talk about Florida, you just finished talking about a guy that his name. When you say prime time. Man, you shouldn't yes. know. There's only there's only three things that I think when you say the word prime, Optimus Prime, <laughs> Primetime Television, and Deion Sanders. That is right. it. That's it. That's it. That and and that you know to be honest, that's all that needs to be it. That's because it. Because you just say prime. That's, that's if you prime. say prime, I know exactly what you're talking about. You ain't you don't have to say coach prime. You don't have to say prime the player. Just prime. That's it. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent, man. Um, if I'm going DBU, I'm going. I need to pick some DBs from these schools. I'm going obviously, like you said, the aforementioned Florida State, um, Ohio State. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I can, you can't forget about them Buckeyes. Ooh. And like you just mentioned, hey man, Southern Cal. Listen, you threw in Ohio State. Ohio State had they had. Are we talking about Chris Gamble? I mean, you can go Chris Gamble, you can go Charles Woodson. Come on, come on, that's 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 your that's your guy right there. Yeah, that's the Heisman. Greater legend. Heisman. You know, the Heisman. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, you you can't go wrong with, with Ohio State cornerbacks. Cause they're fast and they cover. And you know, they they ain't really known as like hitters, but I mean like technique. You, yeah, technique. You get a little bit of everything. And then like I said, USC, come on, man. I got Troy Palomalu. I got Troy. Come on, man. Those two are the those two are the uh, you Troy, can make a case. Troy with the hair though. Yes, to... Troy with the hair. Yeah. Um, and hell, if you want to throw Miami in there, you could throw Miami in there. You could so... throw that's a cheat sheet though. That's like exactly. you could throw that whole <laughs> you could throw that whole <laughs> roster. But I, I had to men- I had to mention Texas because oh, I, I had to yeah, mention Texas man. because Daryl Green. <sighs> you bring up y'all Google Daryl Green in the 40 time. Real quick. Dale Green probably still run a 4440 right now. Right Dale now. <laughs> he's every bit about 59 years old. Right now. He's the only one that can run a 40 time backwards. Oh my God. That dude was fast forever. 
Yeah. Forever. But yeah, man, I, I'm rolling with uh, Florida State, SC, and Ohio State. And like I said, if you want to throw Miami in there, you can throw Miami in there too. All right. Well, now it's time to get down to the meat and potatoes. Mm. Talk to them. <laughs> this is where, this is what determines if we're going to get tackled for a loss. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and we brought his name up earlier. Mm-hmm. When it comes to those linebackers. Come on, man. This probably on, might man. be the most... When, I, when you talk about linebackers, this might be the most diverse position because you can get a linebacker from damn near anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because one of the best linebackers, I like Luke. I could never pronounce his last name. Keekly. 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 Mm-hmm. He was one of the most technically sound linebackers that I've ever seen. Like, he was... He was always in the mix. Like, even on a punt return, how is he making a tackle? He is always there in the pile somewhere. Like, he, when they say there's a term in football having a nose for the ball. Yes, you took words right out of my mouth. He was always there. Ray Lewis is another one. Ray Lewis, Mm -hmm. I've never been hit by Ray Lewis. (laughs) <laughs> but I felt when other players got hit, Ray Lewis hit so hard. I got to get my linebackers from Florida, California. And I and before I leave from the DB, shout out to Ed Reed. Uh, oh, I, I ain't forgot yes. about you. He, Him and Nipsey Hussle just reminds of, me of Black Jesus. One of the greatest. Um, one of the greatest. But I got to get, I got to stay home too because it's Junior Seah. <laughs> Come on, man. Him and Luke is, is in that same Rest category for me. Yeah. But definitely you gotta go to Florida. If you if you see in the pattern, Florida and California is is we've been going at it for a while. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I'm not sure if you ever heard of this before, but you we used to have a California uh, bowl. Back, no, I never heard of that. Yeah, so the top high school players from Florida will always battle the top uh high school players from wow. California. And they be, still do that? I don't think they do that anymore. Okay. They used to okay. have, they used to have, they used to have the, uh, and it was like an all star game, right, right, right. So it wasn't like modern day versus my uh, IMG. It was more like a collective of Florida players versus the collective of Cali players, and they mm-hmm. will always play either at a JC out there or a JC out here. And okay, it was, and it was called the uh, the last game that I attended. Uh, Darnell Bing was. On on the Cali- on the California team, California. Okay. Yeah, so Dar- Darnell Bing went to SC. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what his natural position was, but I know he ended up going to SC. I think they turned Darnell Bing into like a. I don't. I think he was a DB, and then he ended up playing for my Raiders for a little bit, and then we ended up turning him into a linebacker. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we always had this California Florida type of rivalry. Um. Yeah, and it was called the California uh, Bowl game. Um. So, oh, wow. so yeah. So I have to look that up. Yeah, we have that. We had that. We had that history. Um. So that's why I gotta stay. I gotta stay home with my linebackers. But I know the, the linebackers that they produced over there in Florida, um, as well as Texas though too. Oh no, no doubt Texas definitely. Um. Yeah, man. You you mentioned some heavy hitters, man. And I mean, like, it's funny we were talking about um. Just yesterday, we recorded, recorded a podcast with uh, D. Murph and Country Boy. Shout out to the fellas, man. Um, we were talking about because Country Boy is a Panthers fan. And to watch. I'm sorry to hear that, Country Boy, by the way. 
to watch Luke Keekley play, man. That dude, sideline to sideline. I mean, he was, like you said, nose for the ball. Every single play, he's in the mix. Kyle, he uh, was everywhere. When my son used to play Pop Warner, he used to play mm-hmm. for the Mustangs out here. Mm-hmm. Luke made a tackle in that game. I'm like, this dude, be, <laughs> he be everywhere. Yeah. And for fantasy football purposes, if, if y'all do have a defensive player position, mm-hmm. he was always. Yes, he was. But he wouldn't play the whole season. He was kind of like, who don't who don't want a Bob Sanders on a team? Yeah. But at the same and, time. And he, he got, actually retired early, yeah, because he, of the concussions. Because of the concussions. And he would not make he won't he's not gonna play a full season. Mm-mm, Bob no, Sanders no. hit so hard, he not he knocking himself out of the game. Knock himself out of so the game. So just yep. imagine <laughs> just imagine the receiver or the running back. Yo, Bob Sanders was like a missile. Every play. Every play. Jesus Every play. Christ. You gotta yeah. ask I wanna talk to Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders, if you listening. We need to have a discussion because yes. Jesus, what drove you to hit that hard every play? <laughs> every single you and Roy were taking a playoff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Roy would light you up too. He yeah, couldn't yeah, to he, he couldn't cover his kids Mm-mm. to Mm-mm. sleep. No. But he, he he wasn't there to cover. He, he was there to hit your head. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a linebacker in a DB position. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. So I by for linebackers, I'm going Florida State. Southern Cal and the U Miami. I mean, like you said, Ray Lewis. That, at like, this at this point, Cal, you're just using the cheat sheet, okay? Because <laughs> Jesus, I mean, Christ. like, I mean, man, I remember rest in peace, Junior. Say, I remember Junior say, "All right, SC," and he would like, he would come out of nowhere, and you, I mean, like making stops in the backfield, and it seemed like no matter how big the game was, he got up for it, and he was he was always prepared, and and. Like I said, Florida State, you talking about Derrick Brooks. Derrick Brooks. Come on, man. God, come on, man. dog it, man. Shade Tree, Marvin Jones. Come on, man. Like I said, Ray Lewis at the U speaks for itself. But I, I, I'm, just, I'm just scratching the surface just on some of the players. So anybody listening, college football players, y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, but Penn, yeah, Penn State has some too, though. That was gonna be my last and final. There you go. State. See, I know we on the on, same man. page, Cal. That's, that's line. That's linebacker. People, <laughs> a lot of people call it linebacker. You, but I push back and say you can make a case that Florida State, USC, definitely USC, Florida State, and the U or linebacker U as well. But no, um, Penn State got they had some headhunters, boy. Yeah, yeah. Remember Levar Aaron? Levar, come on, man. You know I do. You <laughs> know on, I man. do, man. See. See, we, we, see, we, see, folks, we, we're football fans here. You, 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 you're listening to two diehard college football fans. But, yeah, those would be my four teams, uh, Penn State, the U, Florida State, and uh, SC. Okay. All right. All right. Now, they're, they're coming, to, coming towards the end of the show, I want to – I'm interested p- to hear what you're going to pick on this one. For, 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 which, for which position? For, for defensive line. Okay. All right. Now, look. I want to throw a curveball before I get to the D line. Okay, okay. I'm going to throw a curveball. We we're going to have to pick a coach. Ooh, I didn't mention that in the pregame, but it it just popped in my head. We're going to have to pick a coach, and we can keep the same structure, the same layout. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You can whatever school you want to go to, whatever school you want to use, high school, college. That's cool. I'm gonna continue with picking from city or state. All right, but my let's get back to the defense. That D line. Oh, mm-hmm. man, this is uh, this is tough. This is tough. I'm gonna have to go. 
I'm gonna have to go Bama. Mm. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go Bama. Or Can't Lu- go wrong. Or Louisiana. Yeah. Bama or Louisiana. Um, and I don't care which school they come from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I look, look. We can go to the JCs out there. Right. Right. I want right. my defensive linemen to come from either Bama or Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I don't That's care if it's no LSU. I don't care if it's Ole Miss. I don't care if it's yo. And shout out Auburn. to shout out to Alabama State. Shout out to my boy Goldie. He's one of the coaches at Alabama State. Uh, that's 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 one of my podcast friends. That's one of my pod brothers. That's one of my brothers in life. Uh, until he comes down to Southern California and plays UCLA, <laughs> two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, I heard you shout him out, and, and and shout out to, and I meant to tell you that. Shout out to um my boy, who's actually the head coach at Alabama State. Yo, uh, Eddie shout Robinson. out! Yeah, that's my boy. He got it yesterday. He got his first win. Yes. Um, I so yeah, I, I didn't. I meant to tell you that when I heard that on the podcast. Yeah, Eddie Rob, that's my boy. As a matter of fact, I shot him a text this morning congratulating him, man. So guess that's so so, so guess who will be at that Alabama State and UCLA game? You guessed. Oh, I know you're going. Oh yeah, I know you're going. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's and gonna I, be live. And it's I asked him. I said, I'll can, be watching. I said, can I be on y'all sideline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's. Uh, you know, just tell just tell him make and I'll tell E Rob the same thing. Make sure the check clear. Make sure y'all get the check yeah, for y'all. Yeah, that, you know, definitely, definitely. But no, I gotta get I gotta get my defensive line. Like like I said, my offense my offensive line, let me get in Nebraska. That's considered Midwest, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. But my Oh, no question. No but, question. But my, but my but my defensive line, they gotta come from the south. Because be. because I think I think the word in itself came from the South, which is the trenches. Mm-hmm. And right. who know how to operate in the trenches than a a, a, a Southern uh, shepherd pie eating? <laughs> I need all of that. I need all the of tree, that. Tree lifting. Yes. Yes. Like they are in the backyard. They on the, they on the roofs. They, these kids, it's, it's sad to say that a lot of our God-given talent has come from poverty. Yeah. Oh, no question. You know what I mean? Like we had, like we joked about it earlier. How we play throw up tackle uh, with everything except for football, because that's honestly we didn't really think to put money together to go buy a football. Mm -mm. No, we didn't. You know what I mean? We never thought about it. Yeah, the footballs that we lost that rolled into the gutter that was flat. You know, or we just lost or something like that. So we had to play. You know, with milk cartons and mm-hmm. balled up socks, or like Cal said, paper <laughs> yes. or something Shout like that. Shout out to the balled out socks. <laughs> yeah, we had to play with that, and and again, we used to run for our lives. Like we probably mm-hmm. didn't think about it in that instant, like how we're running. But dog, we used to run home from school. We used to run from gang members. You, we, mm. and some of us in you know the sundown towns. Hmm. Mm, we, used to run, we used to run from other things. Facts. So. That's why when you think when I think of these positions, I, yo, we came from some harsh uh eras. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it has produced some of the most elite, recognizable human beings of all time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like like I said, when I look at Ed Reed, I'm like, you got you'll be alive if you can tell me that he doesn't look like black Jesus. That's what that's what Black Jesus looked like. Ed Reed is probably Black Jesus. 
Oh, that reminds me of the episode of Good Times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, when I when I think of when I think of my defensive line, it gotta come mm-hmm. from the trenches. And the trenches is Louisiana and Alabama. Man, listen, I you 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 can't go wrong with that because like you said, those defensive linemen, man, it, I, I think for a lot of those kids, Braille, I think those kids probably would have been, you know, uh basketball some of them would have been basketball players. But they just weren't coordinated enough, right? Or whatever. But then when you get a kid that's six five, so he's probably you know he's six five and he's you know two seventy five. He's not playing you know power forward on your basketball unless team he's Julius Peppers, <laughs> right? Unless <laughs> he's Julius, but he's probably not playing basketball. He may not be as coordinated as he needs to be, or as skilled as he needs to be too. Now he could come in and block shots, right? And he can come in and set picks. But he's probably not going to do all of the intricacies that you need to excel at the next level to play college basketball, right? So they take that kid to 6'5", 275, and they put him at defensive end and say, you know what? Put your three fingers in the dirt and get up the field and get to that quarterback. And they teach him the technique, and then he get used to it. You know, and exactly. then, then he find out – he might find out, like, well, kind of like what I just said earlier, that I'm mm-hmm. a basketball player, but I love football. Right. It'll take me so long to understand how to play basketball, even though I love mm-hmm. it. But if you put me on that football field, I will sit up there and watch every goddamn <laughs> film to learn how. Because I love right, how football right, is right. played. But, you know, in the future, I don't want to put too much pressure on you. That might mm-hmm. be me and 12 Cow next episode on his platform. We're going to talk about the football players. That was good in basketball players and a basketball player oh, that was good in football. That, that, that would be a dope podcast. Yeah, we we can yeah. definitely do that. Shout that out to Ronald Curry. Those, hey, oh. look. <laughs> come Great. on, man. Come Ronald on. Curry was Ronald Curry was Ronald Curry was Mike Vick before Mike Vick in 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 that area where he came from. Yeah. Um yeah. D line, uh, I'm definitely going Alabama, LSU, Notre Dame, and Miami. Notre Dame. Notre Dame gets gets a little love. I'm hey, going. if you want to talk about you, we talk about the Raiders, but if you want to talk about rebellious, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. you want to talk about doing it your way. Yes, yes, yes. Notre Dame. Let me tell yes. you, Notre Dame was one of the most popular starter jackets in California. Had to be. Yeah, had to be. Yeah, it's, it's same for South Carolina. No, I mean, like, Notre Dame, Chicago Bulls. Notre Dame, Chicago Bulls. I can't think of the other ones right now, but the Notre Dame and Chicago Bulls starter jacket. I need, I need, I need the starter jacket with the hoodie. I never had one. Yeah, yeah. My wife, I my wife, my one. wife till this day, uh, always ran and rave about the Notre Dame hoodie she always had. Yep. Man, listen, that 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 was classic. But yeah, I'm I'm taking I'm taking a D line from any of those schools, like you said, LSU, Bama, Miami, Notre Dame. You can't go wrong. And like you said, Bella, picking from those states that you talking about, I mean. Again, they're big guys, but they're fast. I mean, like, remember the freak, Javon Curse? Javon Curse, yo, a Tennessee <laughs> Titan legend. I should yes. say. Yes. Didn't, did, did, didn't he play for Philly for a minute, too? Uh, no, no, no. I'm thinking, uh, no, he did play for Philly, right? He might have played it toward the end of his career. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. Dude. But I mean, yeah, dude, I mean, that dude literally, I mean, like 6'5, six, 6'6, six, six, and, he was you know, he was there. Again, probably not, you know, skilled enough to play basketball or probably couldn't shoot well enough to play basketball, but literally 
And, you know, we've seen it. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting, man, even talking about what you just mentioned about a future podcast. When you think about there's a lot of basketball players that play football, a lot of football players that play basketball. You guys got a guy on your team right now. Um, your tight end, Waller. Yeah, you know? Waller. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at a cat like uh, Nate, Ro- um, Nate Robertson. Yep, Nate Robinson. You look at my what's my man um, boy, Gates, Antonio Gates. Yeah, Antonio Antonio Gates and the best tight end of all time, um, Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. Uh, right. but, but what about your what about big boy uh, up there uh, with the Cleveland Browns? Um, Cleveland, 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 Cleveland. I can't Cleveland. I can't think of his name. He he he, uh, he a defensive lineman. He the one that hit what you call it in the head with the helmet. Oh, Miles Garrett, yeah. Miles Garrett, man, have yeah. you seen have you seen his basketball highlights? Yes, he yeah. is a bully. <laughs> hey, he is a you're bully. not taking a charge, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> you're not taking a not charge, and I'm not even seeing the. I'm not even talking about the body contact. He might jump over you. Yeah, he might. He just might. I mean that. And again, man, a dude is six five, two seventy five, two eighty. I mean, like you. It's scary, man, when you think about it, because players over a period of time have developed so much, even with the advent of technology. You know, it, you were just it's unreal to think about somebody being that big, being able to somebody six, five, two, seventy five, two, sixty five, running a four, five, four. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, because where do you think do you think I'm, I'm before I say the name? Mm-hmm. Do you think his career would have been better in football or basketball? LeBron James. And do you think? I, that, I, do you think they would have put him at tight end rather than receiver? You you would have had your hands full of LeBron trying to play him at uh, trying well, based on his size and bulk. They probably would have put him at six tight eight two sixty. But if you're six eight two sixty, you're not stopping that receiver. And like, I don't think the, people, clo- the closest thing we had to him, and I say the closest, and I'm just mm-hmm. saying height because talent is different. From, yeah. your, from your actual body, you know, size. Well, Mike Williams up in SC. He played for oh, yeah, Detroit. Mike, for, oh, my, yeah. uh, oh, my God. Let's not forget cold. about Taylor Mays. Now, he wasn't a receiver, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, Taylor Mays at SC was a monster. He didn't do much in the league, but he was a monster. What the hell is Taylor Mays? <laughs> what is yeah. that? That's the and safety you know what? position? When you think about LeBron and his body type, and now, granted, he probably would have, if he stuck with football, he probably – probably wouldn't have wanted him any bigger than 250 260 but even at tight even if you put him at tight end he's a nightmare because one his hands are nice and then there's who are you going to who are you going to guard him who are you going to put him, put over him he yeah. can't be guarded by a linebacker he can't he can't he, he can't be guarded by a line he can't be guarded by a linebacker but we still have to bring in the mental aspect he's not taking too many hits from Bob Sanders no 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 it, trust me Bob Sanders is is making a he'd have to hit LeBron low. He's yeah. making a business. He ain't trying. It, <laughs> there's nobody's hitting LeBron high. I could I could promise you that. But LeBron, I, I to answer your question, I don't think he would have he would have been a very good football player. I don't think he. I don't know. He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have been like we consider all bias aside. We consider LeBron a top five player of all time. No, oh, matter, no, no, no matter where you Easily. put him within that top five, he's in there. Easily. He can go Easily He can go five. from one to five real you, quick. He can go from one to five, depending on who you ask. Football, he probably would have been a top three tight end. Maybe I can a, see that. Maybe a I top 15 receiver. I can see if, if – I'll put it like this. Injuries aside, if he, Injuries doesn't, aside, if he, yes. if he plays 15 years in, in the NFL. 15 years at the tight end position? 
if he played 15 years at the tight end position, LeBron James probably is the greatest tight end of all time. Jesus Christ, Cal. You're talking, we won't see him walking anywhere after he retires. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, assuming that he doesn't get hurt or anything like that. But, I mean, it, he now he would be a lot less uh, richer. Yeah, that's a fact. Gonna make that kind of paper. That's so a fact. You, unless, unless, uh, unless Nike, unless, and then I, I would assume that he would still have a Nike deal. Yeah, unless, he, he unless Nike, Nike gives him the bag. Yeah. yeah, he he wasn't NFL checks ain't like them them NBA checks. So nah, he he would he made the right decision. That's a big the that's only, a that's a only big thing he probably don't you you know the only when you think and I'm not gonna make this about LeBron, but what can't he do? I mean, LeBron probably could play baseball if we we don't know, but he probably could. Right. And I mean, you look at a cat like Aaron Aaron Judge is. Almost as big as LeBron. Almost. He's not as tall. I think Aaron Judge is six seven. LeBron six eight. Yeah. Le- LeBron's probably about two seventy. Judge is probably about two fifty. So he's a little bit smaller. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I've never heard of LeBron playing baseball, but I'm pretty sure he probably could. He's. Just, I mean, some people just. And if you see him, if you ever see LeBron in person, you ever get a chance to see him at a Laker game or see him play in your in your town or whatever like that. Get as close as you can to the court. You you will be amazed at how skilled he is for some. Because really, people that big aren't supposed to move that fast. <laughs> I'm gonna just believe it at that. The people that big ain't supposed to move that fast. But um, yeah, he he would have been he would have been fine at football. He wouldn't have been as great as far as in the pockets. But there's no, I I think he would have dominated. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now these are the two toughest positions in all of football. The kicker and the punter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta, <laughs> we gotta pick a kicker and we gotta pick a punter. And I know these two positions are looked over a lot historically, mm-hmm. but they play some of the greatest roles in some of football history. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like they have, they have an overlooked position, but it's one of the most important positions. When you look at how some of these Super Bowls were won, some of these playoff games were won, mm-hmm. uh, the kickers, the kickers and the punters matter. Yep. They matter yep. too. Oh, hell yeah. And you got to be able to kick because a kicker can go a long way. You know, Atlanta has had a historical kicker for a long time. Yep. You know? Y'all did too. Y'all had our boy Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian, you know. Bar fights or not, he had <laughs> he had hey, a leg. He on. was having bar fights before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sea Bass was wild. Yeah, and shout out to um, shout out to Baltimore. They got them a legendary kicker over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, when it comes down to, to the kicker position, uh, very respected man. Especially if you can mm-hmm. find you a kicker that that, that got an arm. Because mm-hmm. he might run a couple of fake field goals. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Might run a fake. And, exactly. and, and, and those fake field goals can change a game real quick. Quickly. Real quick. And, you're, <laughs> and you can see who about that business and who's not. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've seen a couple of uh, kickers, um, you know, forget what what was going on. And they would just damn near hand the ball off to the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, I've been on the bad side. Of some kicks, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the tuck rule, you know what I mean? Where a lot of a lot of careers were started from that bad call, including the quarterback position and the kicker position. 
Um, went went off to some legendary, you know, some legendary careers. So, 12 Cal, I guess what I'm trying to say is, where would you get your kicker and where would you get your punter from? Now, look, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not sure mm-hmm. which exactly state or city I would get mine from, but I'll tell you this. Give me a kicker that can kick a ball barefooted. Ooh. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I if, like he, that. if he can kick a ball with no shoe, no laces, laces out. Laces, <laughs> laces out. Yeah, you can't kick the laces, man. Um, you, you kick those laces, that ball gonna go in. Yeah, yo. So, so let me just say this: if you can find your kicker that can kick, kick with the laces, with the laces in, mm-hmm. then I, I would, <laughs> I would him. But laces out. Yeah, laces out. You got to be able to control that football. Um, it's I keep it simple, man. I where I'm going to get a kicker from? Uh, I'm going to get a kicker from. Any place, any the, the kicker or punter who can kick, or who grew up kicking in cold weather. So I probably get a big any of the Big Ten schools. And the reason why I say cold weather is that the football, everybody loves to play football when it's warm or when it's hot. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to play football when it's cold. And the 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 hardest, one of the hardest things that you can do is catch a football when it's cold because of, because of the air. The football is heavier when it's colder, yeah. and it's you're catching and I'm a rock. Telling, it, it, yeah, it's catching you. Literally catching a rock, and I know what it's like to catch a football when it's cold because I played wide receiver. But to kick a football when it's cold, and when you add in, you know, if it's twenty degrees, that football it will literally sting and hurt your foot. And to be able to kick it and control it and kick it the way that you need to kick it, yeah, I'm, I'm taking any kid that. Go to a big Big Ten school. Oh, that's, that's where I'm fine. going. That's a good any that's a any good. Big Ten school because if you can kick in cold weather, you are fine. If so, you can kick in the snow, you are fine. So see what he did there is he went climbing. So, mm-hmm. so you know because I was gonna do a cheat sheet. I was just, give me a kicker from like Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, That'll work too. No, that is a, that is an excellent point because kicking the ball in Foxborough versus kicking it in. San Diego is different. It's day and night. It's different. But even then, you got to, you know, like, there's certain heats that you have to adjust to, you know, with the Mm -hmm. humidity and things like that. Like, that Texas, Louisiana Mm -hmm. heat is different. Houston heat is different. Hell, Vegas heat is different. Yes. You know what I mean? Or if you go over there to, to Florida, that heat is different. But then when October, November, December, January come around, um, that heat, that heat right there is different to where, um, hold on. Yeah. So if I, if I get a kicker, I want a kicker that that's able to kick in, in certain weather. But like mm-hmm. I said, oh, that's where I was at. When you, when we talk about October, November, December, January, now we're talking about cold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now we're talking about, and if I'm not mistaken, the kickers and the punters, they don't kick in the same cleat as they have on their opposite foot. Uh, I've heard some kickers wear a smaller shoe or a smaller cleat to kick with. And the, I want to say that in the cold weather, it's kind of like catching that football. Your foot is frozen. You know what I mean? So now you got to kick a ball 
in in some places. I've never been in any type of. I've never the lowest degree I've ever been in is twenty one degrees. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but I've heard about the tundra fields. You know what yes. I mean. So if you can kick in that, if you can kick in the snow, like you said, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's oh, that's the ultimate for a kicker. If you can do that. You can kick and you can punt. And the, the biggest thing is controlling the ball because normally when it's colder, the air is heavier. So it's being able to maintain and move the ball where you need it to go is, is something that, you know, is is paramount for a kicker. If you're trying to get that uh, coffin corner kick with your punt and you're trying to down it and get it down inside the five, you need it to land a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you need So that means it needs to come off your foot a certain way. Meanwhile, you got people rushing you. So It's a technique. Yeah, it, I, it's, it's a technique it's, for sure. It truly is. It is a, it's a skill that, like you said, Baylor, is not necessarily talked about, but those positions are – that's the third phase of the game, you know, special teams. And, you know, you, it, it can lose you or win you a game. And we're about to see a, an entire season, and a lot of games are going to be won at, because of somebody's foot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a loss yeah. because of somebody's foot. <laughs> just think, just think about, just think about the heartbreaks. You can look at the state. You can look at the fans in the uh, in the stadium. You can look at the quarterback mm-hmm. on the sideline. Every when everybody sees that kick go up and you see it focused towards the the, the uprights, it's mm-hmm. a whole totally different. Yeah, the, the, all that. No, no, get me wrong. Everything that led up to it is very important because that was led to, to you being in that position. This is what it comes down to a yep. kicker. And we don't talk about the mental part. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's that's equivalent to which you don't see a lot of a game winning free throw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a lot Facts. of pressure. But you are in a stadium full of people that's either against or for you. <laughs> and it and, and and it doesn't matter how now the, the longer the, the kick, obviously the more clutch it is the more difficult it is mm-hmm. but that could be a 25 yard field goal attempt and mm-hmm. i've seen some go wide right wide left <laughs> you know what oh, i mean yeah. some you know occasions blocked <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right so uh and then last and as a fan you know we've been we've been on the, the winning side of that we've been on the losing side of that oh yes so yes, it, yes. Ha- it happens Plenty and it's going time. before it's going to happen it's going to happen this year yeah now to wrap this all up you know, mm-hmm. you got to have a coach. You got to have a coach. You can't just have your players run onto that field and not mm-hmm. knowing how to, you know, you got plays, you got schemes, you got in-game schemes, You get, but you got to have a coach to put that all together. You got the Belichicks, mm-hmm. you got the Jimmys, you got all these co- these historical coaches. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, I love a Pat Riley type of coach, mm-hmm. but I also like a Bill Belichick type of coach. If I'm mm. going to get me a coach, I'm not going to lie to you. <clears throat> that man has to come from the South. Mm. He's got to come from the South. <laughs> He's got to come from the South. I'm not taking anything away from the coaches out here in California. Mm-hmm. The, Midwest, the Midwest is probably second. But I got to get me a coach from the South. I don't care what part of the South he come from. Mm-hmm. As long as – and. It, it's not the South. I'm not talking about S O U T H. South. S O U F. U F. I need me a Southern bread. Yes, sir. Who knows how to barbecue barefooted? Coach. <laughs> and and it doesn't matter if he's white or black. He mm-hmm. has to come from the South. 
Mm. I'm I'm rolling. I'm rolling with you, man. I'm rolling with you. That's that's funny. It is so funny you said that. Um, it my my pick for coach is easy, man. I'm not if I got if I need a coach, I'm going and again I'm going to be extremely biased on this one. I am taking my head coach from South Carolina State. I'm taking Willie Jeffries. Shout he out. is a college football legend. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame. He is the first black man to coach at a PWI, a predominantly white institution. He coached at Wichita State mm. uh, back in 78, I think. Um, and uh, he broke the color barrier. You know, he uh, then he came back to HBCUs, came back to he coached at Howard, he coached back at South Carolina State. He coached at South Carolina State long enough to coach my uncle in the 70s and me in the 90s. And uh, the thing I always learned, he's still alive to this day, man, still. I saw him a couple months ago. Baylor, he is one of the funniest people on the planet. I mean, you would you would you would not think that somebody who's 85 years old would be, you know, like as funny as he. But he is hilarious outside of practice. He's he is any, a funny any guy. coach named Willie. I'm taking that. I'm, I'm taking that. Willie Jeffries, man. That, and what's funny, that was, is the Southerners' name that, you can have. You He's from this place called Union. He's from the little town called Union in the state of South Carolina. Uh, we call him Coach J. Coach J is funny, man. And he, uh, the thing that the thing that always said, and I talked about him on my podcast. The thing I always said about Coach J, man, he. He never said when we got ready for a game, he never said, oh, well, we got to watch out for this player or we got to watch out for this player or we got to watch out for Baylor because he can do this or he can do that. He always focused on us learning our assignments and what we needed to do and to pay attention to detail. And he would always say, man, if we do what we're – if we play our game, if we, if we focus, if we learn our assignments and we focus on detail, we'll be fine. And what that taught me was like, you know, something you kind of talked about on your podcast before, like, you know, it's only but so much stuff we can control, right? Right. Focus on what you can control, and because what you can't control, sometimes the chaos if, can get to you if you allow it. Don't let the outside noise get to you. Focus on what you can control and dominate on what you can control. And man, he he preached that to us every every day, and uh, and that stuff, those life lessons still stick with me to this day, man. I love Coach Jay. I know he's listening. And um, I look forward to seeing him this uh, this fall, man. Awesome. That's dope. That's dope. Shout out. Shout out. And like I said, uh, my coach- And I'm sure he can barbecue in Barefoot, too. <laughs> hey, and so I, I know I just said my coach has to come from the South. If I, if I got to pick a coach, then I'm still in your coach. I'm still in your coach. <laughs> yeah, because his name is Willie. Yeah, for real. Willie. I'm definitely taking a coach named Willie. <laughs> I definitely- because if, yes, if, if I had to guess what his name was after knowing his first name is Willie, it's either mm-hmm. going to be Jefferson or Green. Willie Green mm-hmm. or Willie Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. absolutely. And it's, it's, it's funny, man, just to show you how times were, there were people when he went to Wichita State that wanted him to go by Jeff instead of Willie. And he was like, well, no, I'm my name is Willie. You, I, you're not going to call me Jeff Jeffries. Because they felt like, you know, some of the people in the, at the school was like, well, maybe, you know, that, that might sound a little bit too black. But Coach Jay was like, no, nah, man. It's supposed to like, sound too black. That's yeah, what his I'm, name is. You going to call me Willie. Willie, or Willie, either call me Willie or call me Coach Cause, Jeffrey. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you if, if I had a relationship with him, you already know mm-hmm. my, my nickname off top is Willie J. Yo, Willie J. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Willie J. That's my hybrid yeah, nickname man. for him. 
that's what people call him, man. They call him Willie J, Coach J, Coach Jeff, uh, Coach Jeffries. That's he'll answer to all of that. So, and some people just call him Coach. Shout but that, out, that's man. my guy. He, Coach, get, he, getting his, he getting his flowers right now. Oh yeah, he, he man. Definitely... I, did, I did a whole podcast on him, and I put in some clips of him talking at a couple of uh, speeches and stuff like this, a couple of luncheons and stuff that he spoke at, and you could hear him. And I put a couple of his uh, clips in there where he was telling his jokes. Man, that dude is hilarious. And he that, is hilarious. He is funny. And, and that and that's and that's one of those coaches where, hey, given the opportunity, you never know. He could have led mm-hmm. a couple of teams to the Super Bowl. Oh, no question. No question. I mean, like he I said, again, he coached my uncle, he coached Donnie Shell. I mean, that's two Hall of Famers right there. Right. So, you know, it, it's uh it's it, it, you don't have you don't coach that kind of and I mean he was he was at the time that he retired, the all time winningest coach uh in school history. And um, he's a legend, and he is just as humble as he can be. But again, he's he's loving and he's stern. But um, you know, he, I I would tell people all the time, Balaam, and between Sunday and Friday, he is you know the coolest. But on Saturday, he is laser focused on what we got to do, and he wanted to get those wins and, and just let's p- help us play the best we could play, man. And that's all you can ask. That's dope, man. It's rich history yeah, right man. there. Yeah, um, man. You you uh you talked about your podcast. So in closing, mm-hmm. I need you to let these people know where they can find your podcast, and if you want to give out any socials where they can communicate and talk, because football is coming in. That means the lemon booty tweets is coming. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so y'all, if y'all want to be a part of that content, obviously I will. From my uh my favorite uh spot on the couch, I yes. will definitely be retweeting and tweeting uh the lemon booty. Yeah, man, it, it it is lemon booty. For those of you who don't know, lemon for, booty for, is- for for twelve cal. He got the lemon booties. For me, it's wet in the bed. <laughs> it's the yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It is the equivalent of having a big lead and pissing down your leg and losing the lead when you should have won the game. Uh, so you'll see my tweets on Twitter if you want to follow me. Catch me at twelve Kyle uh, on Twitter. The podcast is called the Twelve Kyle Podcast. Uh, it's on all major streaming platforms, and the podcast drops faithfully. Every Thursday at midnight. All so. the best, all the best content drop on Thursdays. I don't want to be biased, but God, <laughs> it does. I yeah, I, we, I, we, I we some heat on Thursdays, man. But truth be told, boy, I be looking for the bonus episode. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? And, and you know what's funny? I was telling Murph this the, the other day. I said, man, because I um I I, li- I I subscribed to you on Spotify. And for some reason, Spotify be tripping. Yeah. So it was like halfway, uh, halfway Thursday was almost done. I was like, well, damn. I said, man, Bill ain't putting nothing out. I was like, man. And I was just about to text you. And, and I picked up my phone and the joint and the thing popped up. Yeah, Spotify, I, you're not the first and you probably won't be the last to say, yo, your, your episode's not popping up or they popping up late. I don't know what's be going on with Spotify. It, it's all good. I mean, what I normally do, man, just because. I make sure that I most people who are on Spotify are also on Apple, so I subscribe in both places. So either way, I, I mean, but yours, you're in the rotation, so I know Wednesdays and Thursdays you coming both days. So yeah, it just yeah, depends. Yeah. So I either listen, I either listen to both of them on Friday, or I listen to uh, you know Open Run on Wednesdays, and then yours, uh, BTG for President on Thursday. So. As long as they come, that's all that matters. They'll be there. Just, just They'll know be I'm there. listening. It, it is in certain certain circumstances, like uh, it may be released late. You know what I'm saying? No later mm. than Friday, but it's normally you know sports on Wednesdays and 
the the other content on on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But you know, it it it'll always be there, and then I always drop the link on Twitter as well too. Oh yeah, same here, same here. So yeah, if, so if you're not subscribing, you can definitely I'll post the link a couple of times. Like Baylor said, I do have bonus episodes. I drop those periodically uh, from time to time on Sundays. Uh, so those are always cool and a little short personal joints, but it's, uh, I give you a lot of different, uh, things. I talk about entertainment. I talk about my life. You talk about how the world was before the internet came. Um, (laughs) you talk about a lot of music talk. Um, so yeah, check me out. Which, which, which leads me to, uh, I, I, so I listened to the latest episode, which is, which is classmates, right? Yes. Classmates. So, and that was just like a. That was like an appetizer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was able to respond to that quickly. I actually recorded that episode right after I heard the episode. That was dope. That was dope. So, I, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, so what? basically what Cal did is I don't think he knew what he was doing at the time, but this is what he does. He'll create something that can be created off of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a never-ending story. Yep. And that's what I did. Now I may have added some things that push the forward, uh, push the story forward. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called classmate sophomore year. <laughs> I love it, but it's, I can't wait to hear it. so it's basically a continuance of his story. So you can't listen to my episode without listening to his, mm-hmm. in order to understand the jokes or whatever was inside my episode. You won't be able to understand it unless you listen to his episode first. Yes, you and it's mean? only. 13 minutes. I like Baylor. I literally, I was telling, um, I think I was telling Jay Book, I got up. I, 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 I had the idea in my mind when I, you ever wake up and you just have content on the brain and I got up, I, I ain't brushed my teeth. I didn't wash. I literally got out of bed, went to the computer and hit record because it, I was like, let me just put this out right here. Yeah. And it was just, it, it, I just needed just 13 minutes to get it out. And that was it. And the concept and because Jay was like, she was trying to figure, she, she said as she was listening, she thought it was a dream, but then she realized, okay, I see what he did. And I was like, yeah, that's the part I wanted. And, and I like the fact that you can't, that you have something that you can build up off of it. So I can't wait to hear what yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's already done. It's already ready I to can't, go. I so, can't wait to hear it. So by the time this come out, this is a Wednesday episode that we're doing. And then mm-hmm. the next, the very next day you're, you'll hear the continued story Perfect. Of, of classmates. So, so, <laughs> so, so this is what y'all got to do. Y'all got to go classmates first on 12 mm-hmm. Cows platform. Then you go, this this episode is called First Strangers. Okay. So then you're going to go First Stringers. You'll get the information and then you'll get classmates sophomore. There you go. Boom. There you go. Like that. Back to back. Back to I love back. it. And, and then I y'all, and like I said, keep y'all eyes open on Sundays because- Yes. 12, 12 cows is the only one that's feeding us on Sundays when it comes to podcasting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be looking I'm trying. For yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't put anything out this week, but I, next week I got something coming too. No doubt. No doubt. So, 12 cow, thank you for coming to the gym. I Bruh, know this is a little bit different. Brother. We don't allow any no, cleats man. on the floor, but <laughs> <laughs> but we had to talk some football, man, because guess what? Football is officially it's here, back. It's here. I'm glad, man. It's you know how it is, Baylor, man. We're family, man. But you know, we try to make sure we get as much stuff done as we can. You know, Saturday mornings and the rest of the rest of the day, man. Is it's us on the couch? Yeah, because I'm That's definitely it. I'm um as we're as we're talking, ending up everything. I've actually been watching this uh, high school football game. Okay, okay. Uh, that's on ESPN right now. So yeah, man. 
yeah, football is back, and that's all I've been yeah. worried about. I'm not even concerned about basketball right now. Mm. I don't really nah. have I don't have we'll, too much to say about basketball. We'll 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 get, we'll get to it. it. I mean, it's it's around the corner. It's I mean, right around camp, the corner. It, training camp is around the corner. Y'all y'all got uh y'all got some things. It's gonna happen. We got a lot. Uh, we got a lot of Lego pieces that are fitting, but it's it's it's, it's <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to basketball. But right oh, yeah. now, because 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 you know. And then you don't have to talk about it now, but you know people want to hear your thoughts on Pat Bev and Russ and what's next. So yeah, you, yeah, I, I'll, be yeah, yeah I'll be listening. Man, I'll be to, listening. Shout out I'll to be Pat Bev, man. I got to see him another year in the city. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get oh, to it, man. Twelve count. He went from one side of the building to the other. Yeah, real quick, real quick, and and, and, and don't think. The love, I'm not even I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna Mm-mm. just just, no, just, just, just know just know that it, we don't switch that fast. You gotta <laughs> it's still a lot of people out here that don't really <laughs> that be looking at bronze sideways still. Right, right, right. Hey, but you know what? Y'all have earned that though. You, yeah. you, you, you you hey man, one thing I learned, man, and it's just from from going out there and being around you and being around just talking to people, talking to real fans, hey man. When they love you, they love you. But you, everybody just can't put on that purple and gold. No, heck no, heck no. It, there's, there's a certain level of expectation that comes with no. it. And when, they don't when, care who when, you are. When I tell you, and people still don't believe me, when I tell you the the, the love for Alex Caruso is different for the mm-hmm. love for LeBron James, people don't understand it. Hey, man, listen. Listen. My son, my oldest son, he loves well, – he, again, he's a Lakers fan. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> that's beside the point. But he loves – Caruso, yeah, yeah. I mean, like because that's homegrown. Like, that's homegrown. He be like, "Damn, man, Caruso's balling for 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 the Bulls, man. We should have kept him." I'm like, and it take me a second to realize. Wait a minute, we? What do you mean? Oh, oh, the Lakers. Okay, I see what you're saying, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different. It's different. Yeah, so, man. you know, with 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 LeBron is more of a business love. With a Caruso, with Caruso is more of a that's home. Like that's mm-hmm. that's one of ours right there. You know, yeah, man. Shout out to the South Bay Lakers. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, people. I know people are gonna be checking for that. Like I said, I'm gonna be listening and uh, appreciate you having me on, brother. Always, man. Always. Yeah, man. Let's get back to this football, Cal. Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Appreciate it. All right, man. Later.